changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your daily dose of Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration to make you simply happy. It's Wow Wednesday, and today I want to talk about how men see women, particularly how they appreciate all those curves that some of us are trying to get rid of. We have a new book that's getting a lot of attention in the U.S. and Canada. In fact, we had to do a rush second printing of the book a couple of weeks ago before it even hit store shelves. The book is called Chicken Soup for the Soul, Curvy and Confident, and it has definitely struck a chord with our readers, and actually with our writers, too, because we had thousands of stories submitted for the 101 spots that we had available in the book. My co-authors were Supermodel Emmy and Natasha Stoinoff, and boy, did we love the stories that we got from men, because they told us what they find attractive in a woman. I think it's worth sharing their words with all those women out there who are being bombarded by those January ads that basically tell you that you're not quite good enough. One of our gentlemen, John Scanlon, talks about what many of us saw as an important sign. It was a sign of a change in the conversation about body image. And it happened in the 2016 Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue which contained ads for swimsuits that would fit real women and also contained women modeling swimsuits who hadn't been seen in the swimsuit issue before. We had a plus-size cover model, Ashley Graham, and we had a U.S. Olympic-winning martial arts fighter, Ronda Rousey. So John says he was confused when he first opened his copy of the swimsuit issue. But then he got it. He realized that for the first time, Sports Illustrated was acknowledging larger women, which is what most women actually look like, and athletes and all of the women of all ages and shapes in the world. And he concluded his story by writing, The female body is a work of art that is beautiful in all shapes and sizes. And speaking of art, that brings us to James Gemmell's story, because James says, that he has been involved in the art world all his life. And he's seen a dramatic change in the body shape of the typical female subject. Before World War I, we saw healthy, full-figured women in art. But that seemed to be the ideal body type until around the 1920s when the flapper craze came in across Europe and North America. And that was also a time when there was warfare and the Depression. And maybe this is related and maybe it's not. I don't know the history behind it, but there was less food for everyone. So anyway, for whatever reason, the female shape in art seemed to move away from the traditional fuller figure to skinnier women that would probably have been unacceptable in art before the turn of the century. James points out that from the earliest days, the ideal bodies preferred by the master painters like Renoir, Rubens, and Matisse were what we would now call plus-size women. And the crazy thing is that the majority of women in the U.S. and Canada are size 12 and up. So is that really plus-sized or is that regular-sized? Whatever the reasons, we saw that Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue last year. We saw Mattel bring out Curvy Barbie. After years of people saying that 
Barbie's body was unrealistic and basically impossible. We've all fallen in love more recently with a large, beautiful actress named Chrissy Metz on that new NBC show, This Is Us. So things are definitely changing for the better. There's a more productive conversation going on. And one thing that is changing for sure is that most people, at least those who are thoughtful, are learning not to judge women for how thin or not thin they are. Dr. Steve Maraboli, who's a motivational speaker and author, said, When you judge a woman by her appearance, it doesn't define her. It defines you. And that's what our third storyteller learned when he fell in love with a very curvy woman. Everyone on our editorial staff loved this story by Patrick Michael McIntyre. He talked about how he was a newly divorced man, very nervous, didn't know if he'd ever meet anybody, and he met a charming, confident woman online. Uh, Her online name was Sweetest Redhead. Turned out they were both large, curvy people. But when he finally met her in person, he realized that she was way more curvy than he had realized. But he had already fallen for her online, and everything fell into place beautifully, even though she was pretty shy initially about her size and how he would react to her. They ended up spending two and a half blissful years together. They promised each other 40 years. But unfortunately, Patrick's sweetest redhead got sick. And before they could even start treatment, she was gone. He wrote an amazing love letter to his curvy woman in our book. And he concludes it by saying, In heaven, they say you are perfect. Here on earth, she already was for me. I'm Amy Newmark. Tomorrow is Thoughtful Thursday. And we're going back to New Year's resolutions again. We're going to talk about turning off your TV and turning on your life. Thanks for listening today. If you want to read a few sample stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Curvy and Confident, sign up for our free daily newsletter on our website, chickensoup.com. We'll be sending out stories from the book. And if you want to read the whole book, you'll find it at Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Costco Canada, Indigo, Amazon, and wherever else books are sold in the U.S. and Canada.